This edition of the podcast is brought to you by the Weekly Standard 2016 Caribbean Cruise, December 4th through 11th. Let's face it, after this election season, we're all going to need a drink and a chance to get away. And what better way to rest up, recover, and get ready for the battle ahead than to join your Weekly Standard favorites like Bill Crystal, Fred Barnes, Steve Hayes, Jonathan Last, Matt Labash, and Matt Continenti on a beautiful Caribbean cruise. There'll be plenty of opportunities for one-on-one conversation with your Weekly Standard favorites, plus special guests like Eric Erickson of TheResurgent.com, Mary Catherine Hamm, Molly Hemingway of The Federalist, and Pulitzer Prize-winning cartoonist Michael Ramirez. You'll enjoy daily panels and speeches, private cocktail parties, and nightly dinners with your fellow guests and speakers. To learn more or to reserve your cabin, go to weeklystandardcruise.com. This is one year when we all need something to look forward to. So look forward to the Weekly Standard 2016 Caribbean Cruise, December 4th through 11th, weeklystandardcruise.com. Welcome to the Weekly Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham, and I am the luckiest man in Washington, D.C. because I am trapped in a podcast. I mean, I'm sitting in a podcast room <laughs> with Jenna Liffitz and with Alice Lloyd, reporters for the Weekly Standard, who have been, been to Capitol Hill, putting the Weekly Standard's best foot forward. Thank you, ladies. But uh, before we talk about the profound issues of cash payments to Iran and uh, fighting over Zika funding, Jenna, you were stalking Bernie Sanders. Do I have this right? Uh, we stock a range of senators. That's pretty much you, we. I'm sorry. We stake out pretty much. Not stock. Um, Technical we were, term is stake out. <laughs> yeah. We were standing by the subway, uh, waiting for senators to get back and on their way to lunches, and in ran Bernie Sanders, sprinting down the stairs, huffing and puffing. Literally sprinting. Uh, Velociraptor, <laughs> like yeah. arms, kind of bent. Shuffle sprint. Shuffle sprint. Picture it. Um, so I whipped out my phone. I just uh, filmed him making that couple second dash into the subway, and he made it. So you got a running by. So you got a viral <laughs> video of Bernie Sanders running for the subway. I did. Frank Luntz yeah. retweeted it. Oh my gosh! Well, in that case, Frank there was actually a twitchy post about it. <laughs> <laughs> with a collection. So this of is the, the hard work that we're doing here at the <laughs> hashtag <Weekly>. journalism. <laughs> hashtag journalism. Uh, but you also did some other journalism. You were poking around into the fact, not that just that there was a payment to Iran, which is kind of an odd thing given Iran's the world's number one terror sponsor. We made the payment through other countries, but there was also a pallet of cash or pallets. Of Many, cash. yeah. Yes. So what did you find out about that? So I was looking to find whether lawmakers um, – I know a lot of Republican lawmakers have said that they knew nothing about the payment. They were they were not briefed on it. Um, so I was asking Democrats. It was recently revealed that the entire $1.7 billion was paid in cash, and that's something that the administration and officials have refused uh, to disclose through all of August after the Wall Street Journal broke the story, the original story about – the $400 million payment. And I found that uh, Democrats, at least the ones I spoke to, Joe Manchin of West Virginia, Gary Peters of Michigan, they either did not recall ever being told that the payment was made entirely in cash or they were not briefed, period, about the payment. And it's really significant that the payment was in cash because Iran, um, as the world, the world's leading state sponsor of terror, uh, can put cash, which is not traceable, uh, liquid, easily convertible toward terror activities. 
funding a, groups like Hezbollah, etc. It was a good day to be buying <laughs> drinks in Lebanon and on the Gaza Strip, no right. doubt about it, once the cash <laughs> came pouring in. And it's right. interesting that not only Republicans left out of the loop, but apparently Democrats left out of the loop. In fact, it looks like everybody was left out of the loop on that story. Except and for I, Vermont Senator Patrick Leahy, who was very adamant that he and almost every other senator on the Hill had been briefed. They just, none of the other ones remember it. Not the ones I spoke to. <laughs> Not the ones I spoke to. That story gets so. uglier and uglier. Alice, you went to Capitol Hill to ask about. About the blocked Zika bill and um, the, the lie, basically, that spread around that it would have defunded Planned Parenthood, um, which Senator Leahy also insisted uh, <laughs> was fact. Um, and I learned from, from our other reporters who previously wrote about this bill the last time um, Democrats blocked it in June, it wouldn't have diverted any funds from Planned Parenthood, would simply not have um, provided them new money. I suppose Senate Democrats interpret that as, uh, you know, a dangerous precedent, a slippery slope. Not giving more money to Planned Parenthood means... It's a cut. Don't you understand that? If you don't give more, it's it's a cut. It's a lie. (laughs) No, 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 no. When you you, uh, give more money to a program, but it's not as much money as originally proposed, that's a cut in Washington. (laughs) And when you give less money to a program... Well, that never happens. So those are your two options. Either it never happens or a cut, or you just keep giving them more and more money. Uh, do you it's see a res- uh, It was interesting to me. There, there was a member of Congress on the floor with a jar of mosquitoes from Florida. Congressman, yes. they were uh, not, con- but they were not Zika. They, they mosquitoes. were clean. Yeah. I don't know. Apparently, they did like little drug tests on the mosquitoes, and they look for PEDs and other stuff. And it was an effective but, visual aid. But so he's standing <laughs> there, Congressman Jolly, right from Florida, because from Florida, and right. My question is, when you've got real live danger, real live illness, et cetera, are the Democrats determined to fight on this Planned Parenthood hill and stop Zika no matter what? Uh, well, the- they're determined to cast Republicans as meanies and misogynists mm-hmm. to invigorate the liberal base um, in this important election time. And meanwhile, the Zika deal that apparently President Obama already offered the Republicans but is being killed by the stop by Democrats, that deal's not so far not happened. I th- what I hear today is that the continuing resolution will probably have some sort of compromise folded into it that won't give any additional funding to public health, pan- Planned Parenthood, or otherwise, because funding to public health other than Planned Parenthood is is the root of this conflict. That that seven senators I talked to yesterday point blank consider a defunding, which is which is not true. It's, but the fact that it's not true, you think that's relevant. Why? I, I, lo- I love your naivete. I do. Because I'm new in town. <laughs> and that's why we send you, Alice Lloyd, and you, Jenna Lifitz. I'm not go, naive. To go to Capitol Hill. <laughs> She's been in to, town longer than to I either have. Ask, <laughs> you're either really asking barely. tough questions or you're following elderly senators down into the subway. Shame on you. The, the, the fact that the guy's not, not using elderly. a rascal. They're not is, all elderly. Give yeah. Bernie Sanders some credit. He could Please, be on the motorized rascal thing. They are filled with thing. life. They're filled they with are, life. Yeah. yeah. One of them red in one the of face, them uh, absolutely. Yeah, one of them was ragging on the Weekly Standard yesterday. Oh, that's no. true. Sherrod yeah. Brown, enthusiastic he yelled Ohio liberal Sherrod Brown. <laughs> he yelled at me. <laughs> what did he yell at you? Something he, we can share was, with family family uh, podcast? Yeah. He was I'm sorry. He was talking about bias and told him I worked at the Weekly Standard and asked him the question about whether he was briefed on the payment and he got a little angry. He did. 
Yeah. But did he have an answer? Um, Interestingly, no. He said, "This is a classified briefing, and I'm not going to share any information with you, uh, even though, you know, other senators were answering." But it's he okay. also called the Weekly Standard a newspaper, <laughs> so he might not know <laughs> who we it. are. <laughs> he has no idea. He thinks yeah. you guys are the grit. Remember the kids in your neighborhood to come around and sell the grit? Never mind. That's before Mm-mm. your time. Uh, speaking <laughs> of time, we are out of time. Jenna Liffitz and Alice Lloyd, thank you for joining us from Capitol here for the Weekly Standard Podcast. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to the Weekly Standard Podcast. Please be sure to check weeklystandard.com regularly for podcast updates. I'm your host, Michael Graham.